grace of God, I am one of Prophet T.B. Joshua's evangelists. I am from South Africa and it is a great privilege and honor for me to be able to encourage you with God's word today. I want to share with you a message that has changed my life. It keeps me going and I know that your life will be changed through it. I want to greet you again. Good morning church. Yes, we want to salute you this morning for defying your crisis and walking steady in this unsteady world by coming here today to worship God with us. Viewers around the world, we want to salute your faith this morning for defying your crisis, your situation and walking steady in this unsteady world by tuning into Emmanuel TV to find out what God has to say about your situation. Because two believers are better than one. It honors God to believe Him even when every sense contradicts Him. Tell your neighbor, I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't wait for tomorrow. Because my dream is tomorrow. My dream is tomorrow. Not today. We were created to live by design and not by default. God created man and gave him the right to live, the right to life. Within that right is discretion, the power to choose our course of action. Without that discretion, life is meaningless. One of the greatest gifts God has given man is the freedom to make choices. A life full of choices. You can choose to walk away from wrong opportunities or you can choose to yield to them. Every one of us who has failed made a decision. And every one of us who has not failed faced similar temptations but made a different decision. Life is all about choices and how we respond to every situation. You can choose to stay in the situation you are in 
or you can choose the way out. Every one of us hurts somewhere. Every one of us faces one or the other tough, trying and difficult situation and we are looking for the way out. This is not the way I want to live my life, I hear you say. But because of wrong choices and bad decisions, you have no choice but to face the consequences and live life. A life that seems very, very empty. I pray that God will fill your emptiness today as we go into today's message titled, Invite God in Your Emptiness. Tell your neighbor, invite God in your emptiness. Many of us in the hot pursuit of fame and fortune, prosperity, money, property, and all the glittering things of this world have lost God. The very backbone of our existence, the reason for our being, without whom we are very, very empty. We are immortal beings living in mortal bodies passing through this temporal world. Therefore live for eternity and not for what is seen. Live for eternity and not for what your eyes see, what your situation look like. Don't ever trade God with yourself. Don't ever trade God with yourself. Today, life is doing something with you, instead of you doing something with life. Life is folding you up, instead of you to use life to blossom your potential. We heal to the pressures and tensions of life. Instead of using the advantages of life to do something new, to create something new, the Spirit of God always does something new. He always does something different. Just think out of the box. Choose to take a different direction from the crowd, from the majority, in order to achieve a different result. Stop hovering around on the plains of a mediocre life and lift up your eyes from the situation you are in, from your pain, from your mess. Lift it up to, and see the glory of your destiny that lies at the top of the mountain of life that lies before you. To reach your destiny at the top of the mountain requires the right processing. You cannot reach the top of the mountain without climbing it. You'll agree with me. To get to your destiny, you want to climb that mountain, you have to climb it. Stop dodging your crisis. Start facing those giants and climb that mountain to reach the promise of greatness that runs through your veins, the very blueprint of God that is you, because there is no one like you and there will never be anyone quite like you. 
likely die one day uncelebrated and unnoticed. The climb to the top, the climb to your destiny is not easy, is not a bed of roses. It's full of tests, trials, challenges, but if passed, will lead to the next level. Challenges, tests, if passed, will lead to the next level in life, in your climb to your destiny. Many of us have messed up badly with our lives. And we just want to sit back in our setback and wallow in self-pity. The hands of time cannot be reversed. But there's a way out. Tell your neighbor there's a way out. There's a way out. Ask prophet Elijah and he will tell you that it is when you are between a rock and a hard place that you perceive the Lord's presence in your life most clearly. Ask him and he will tell you that when you are pressed, hard pressed on all sides, that is when the reality of the unseen God becomes tangible in your life. Be encouraged that everyone messes up. Even the great men and women in the Bible messed up. But in their darkest hour, at the height of their temptation to quit, focus was not broken. And instead of running from God, they ran to God. And that is what makes them God's generals. That is why they left legacies. Prophet Elijah is a very good example for us today. Let's visit Prophet Elijah in that book of 1 Kings. Let's turn together to the book of 1 Kings 19 from verse 1 to 4. Are you there? 1 Kings 19 from verse 1 to 4. Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with a sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that of one of them. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there while he himself went today's journey into the desert. He came to a broom tree, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Can you just imagine that? Can you just imagine that? Great prophet Elijah, the great prophet of fire, who had just called down divine fire from heaven that consumed everything in his path and put to sword 450 prophets of Baal. When challenged with Jezebel, fell into depression, 
sat back in his setback, wallowed in self-pity and wanted to quit. In fact, he wanted to die. The scriptures tell us that sometimes children of God can act out of character and make bad mistakes. Everyone messes up, even the great men and women in the Bible. But we don't remember them for their weaknesses and times that they wanted to quit. We remember them for their strengths and their victories. They did not allow their mess, their situation, their bad choice, their mistake to get the best of them and wipe them out. Instead, they got back up, dusted off offense and pain of the past and left legacies. Jonah messed up by running away from his God-given duty. King David messed up by having an illicit affair with Bathsheba after murdering her husband. Peter messed up by betraying Jesus Christ three times. Saul, who later became Paul, messed up by murdering and persecuting Christians. Moses messed up, overwhelmed by anger. He committed murder. Noah, who God used to bring this generation today, messed up. In a moment of weakness, under the influence of alcohol, Noah lost control. But that did not stop God from using them as his chosen instruments. I might hear you say, it's a fact I'm poor, it's a fact I'm barren, it's a fact my life has been engulfed by sickness, it's a fact that my life is in shambles, it's a fact, it's a fact, it's a fact. Yes, but God's grace changes and challenges everything. God's grace changes facts. It was a fact that Gideon was a coward and the least in his family. It was a fact that Hannah was barren. It was a fact that Job had lost his world. It was a fact that Peter betrayed Jesus three times. It was a fact that Moses had a speech problem. It was a fact, my brothers and sisters, that Elisha was a mere servant boy to prophet Elijah. But fact was changed. Fact was changed. It was the fact that Gideon was a coward and the least in his family. But when God took Gideon from the place of his shame and placed him at the place of his assignment, Gideon the coward became Gideon the mighty warrior. It was a fact that Hannah was barren. But when the grace of God came about on Hannah, her personal tension and pressure was no longer required. Fact was changed and the once barren Hannah became Hannah, the mother of great prophet Samuel. It was a fact that the once blessed Job had lost his entire world. But when the grace of God was restored in Job's life, Job became double his former self. It was a fact that Peter had betrayed Jesus Christ three times. But when the mercy and favor of God spoke for Peter, when the grace of God was restored in Peter's life, fact was changed and Peter the betrayer became Peter the great apostle, one of history's greatest examples of faithfulness and loyalty. It was a fact that Moses had a speech problem. 
But when the grace of God rested on Moses, fact was changed. And Moses could, make, be, could face a mighty empire to make known God's will for his people. It was a fact that Elisha was a servant boy, an errand boy to prophet Elijah. But the grace of God changed fact. And Elisha, the errand boy, became prophet Elisha, the, the prophet with a double anointing. What fact is there in your life? Fact will change today in Jesus' name. Fact will change today in your life in Jesus' name. Let's go back to our scripture reading. Let's go back and visit Prophet Elijah again in that book of 1 Kings. Let's take it from verse 9. Are you there? 1 Kings 19 from verse 9. Then he, that is Prophet Elijah, went into a cave and spent the night. And the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? Let's go to verse 11. The Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. For the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Praise the Lord. Divine inactivity in the midst of life's storms and turmoil does not necessarily mean divine inactivity. God is as close to you as he was to prophet Elijah in the moment of his weakness and temptation to quit. Divine silence in the midst of life's storms and turmoil does not necessarily mean divine inactivity. Listen to that still, small voice in your heart telling you, don't quit. Keep climbing. Don't quit. Keep climbing. Don't quit. Keep climbing. Because that is the voice of God in your mess. That is the voice of God in your mess. We work through our fear of failure or extreme discouragement that comes because we have made a mistake by turning it around and looking at it as a life lesson. We fight through our mistakes, our mess, our bad decisions by maximizing our forward movement. When discouragement comes, don't quit. Dig deep and fight it through. When fear hits you, don't quit. Press on. Fight on. Fight on. Don't give up. But be vigilant because... All high places are slippery places. The higher you climb, the tougher it gets. A 
and the more focused you must be on getting to the top. But with perseverance, endurance, you will reach the summit, take hold of your destiny, and when you do, you can turn around and say to your problem, problem, I have overcome, you came too late. You can turn around and say to your sickness, sickness, I have overcome, you lost your grip. You can say to your tempter, tempter, I have overcome, you lost the fight. When you are standing face to face with outward defeat and failure, never quit, don't give in to sense evidence. Because he won the battle at the cross of Calvary and said, it is finished, I have overcome. So you and I are more than conquerors, we are more than overcomers in Christ Jesus. There is appointment in disappointment when God is involved. There is hope for you, my brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ is the hope. We set our hope on you. We set our hope on your love. We set our hope on the one who is the everlasting God. You are the everlasting God. overcome have your seats remember Peter at the seaside in that book of Luke 5 after struggling and toiling all night without a catch Peter surrendered to defeat and failure burning with anger and frustration on the inside Peter stood at the edge of that seaside that day and stared into a very bleak tomorrow Guess what? It was at this point of great anguish and fatigue in Peter's life that Jesus Christ entered his life and said, Peter, I know that you are very familiar with this world of defeat failure. Now that you've been made sensible by the vicissitudes of this life, let me introduce you to the world of God. 
Are you spiritually thirsty? Jesus said, I am rivers of living water. Are you spiritually starving? Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Are you lost and without direction? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Are you tired? Jesus Christ said, come to me and I will give you rest. Do you feel very, very empty today? Jesus Christ is telling you, my child, come to me. I will fill your emptiness today. If you make a mistake, as we all do, don't ever run from God. Because we serve an awesome God that promotes the design of his providence even by the sin of man. Don't run from God because we serve an awesome God that promotes the design of his providence even through your mistake. Remember wise King Solomon, the son of great King Daniel. Do you know who's the mother of great, of wise King Solomon? Bathsheba, the very woman that King David committed adultery with after murdering her husband. We serve an awesome God that promotes the design of His will in your life even through your mistake. So your mistake is your opportunity. Your mistake is what? Is your opportunity. Yes, our personal improvement, achievement, and fulfillment in life comes through the continual process of learning both positive and negative situations. Success is never for those who quit. Did you hear me? Success is not for those who quit, but those who endure. When you are burdened beyond measure, above strength to the point where you even despise life, don't ever trust in yourself. Trust in someone who is greater, stronger, and smarter, and wiser than you, Jesus Christ. The language of your flesh is give up, quit. That's the language of your flesh. But I want to tell you today, don't quit. Don't give up. Stay in the position you are. Rest in the place God has for you. Don't change your position. Because you simply cannot tell by your present situation what your future holds. You simply do not know when your time will come. So don't be misled by your situation. Learn to dream again. Tell your neighbor, learn to dream again. No matter how messed up your life may be, learn to dream again. Believe your comeback. Believe your comeback. What is a comeback? That is to return to a place of significance. A place that was lost for some time. Believe your comeback. Learn to dream again. It doesn't matter where you are or how badly you have messed up with your life. It doesn't matter. Your mess is your opportunity because Jesus Christ has already planned your victory. Jesus Christ has planned your victory. In your emptiness right now, you can invite God. Right now, in your emptiness, invite God. Let's pray together. Sense of righteousness. Let's pray together. Sense of righteousness. 
I want to feel you. God speak to me. I want to feel your fire. I want to feel your presence. I want to feel your grace. Viewers all over the world, stand for a moment in silence and know that you are loved by God. In your emptiness right now, invite God. Let's pray together one more time. Sense of righteousness. I want to feel you. God speak to me. I want to feel your fire. I want to feel your presence. I want to feel your grace. Speak to me, Lord, about your direction in my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Make God's word your rule and his grace your principle. And if you make a mistake, as we all do, no matter how costly, the end has not come. The best is yet to come. Because Jesus Christ makes all things new. Thank you very much. You.